Today, I, we're going to go into Law of One, Session 24, received February 15, 1981, about 33-plus years ago, re-listened version, um, showing categories 23 exchanges. It was a short session somewhat because there seemed to be a lot of issues with Carla's health. And you can see that as the contact with Ra and the questioning gets deeper, and, and we're talking about polarity, there's a lot of discussion of Orion in this session, uh, it was starting to take a toll on her body and her energy levels, and negative entities were starting to get more involved in um, trying to disrupt the contact. 24-0, Ra makes initial greeting, I am Ra. I greet you in the love and in the light of the infinite creator. I communicate now. And then we get a lot of questions about the raw contact and maintenance. Don saying, we're concerned about the physical condition of the instrument, Carla. She has slight congestion. Ra explains the instrument's vital energies of the physical complex are low. The session will be appropriately shortened because they're trying to take care of her. <coughs> There are many different types of energies uh, in play in the incarnate body-mind-spirit complex condition, or us manifesting body-mind-spirit complex in 3D physical, uh, with multiple types of energies in play. One is called vital energies. The vital energies are associated with the physical complex, but not only, also associated with mind. So vital energy is one type, and then there's, Ron's made, talked about mental energy and physical complex energy, which is a little different. Uh, we'll get a little bit more clear about that. It's complicated. Uh, we'll see as uh, discussion continues. Uh, Don was asking about, you know, could you cause her to cough? <laughs> you know, please cough her. Could you cause the instrument's vehicle to cough at intervals that would help her? She has some kind of uh, congestion. So there was mucus and uh, blockage in breathing, perhaps. Uh, she requests that you cause the instrument, cause her body to cough about at least after each communication. Well, I said it's possible, and then there's a cough. <clears throat> I don't know if that happened all the time, but we can see again that um, the weakness of her body is starting to become a factor. The first question of substance in terms of discussion of history, which we'll continue, we, you know, from last session 23 and 22 and 21, we're getting into <clears throat> a complex discussion of uh, the history of 3D humanity <clears throat> since uh, the transfer from Mars 75,000 years ago, the intervention of confederation groups Yahweh and Ra and the group that went to South America and the Atlantean contact uh, and how that progressed over time, multiple contacts and the consequences. Don says 24-4, the way I intend to continue with the book is to follow on through the last 25,000 year cycle that we're in now, meaning 25,000 years ago till today, which includes the raw flyby <clears throat> in Egypt 18,000 years ago, and the fall of Atlantis about 11,000 years ago, and 
<clears throat> the activity in the Middle East and South America in the last 10,000 years and the, um, the ramifications of all that uh, and possibly investigate a little of fourth density conditions and thereby find many places that we can go back and delve in further into the law of one. So Don is, is trying to elicit uh, this history of humanity on earth from Ra in order to show the principles of service, higher dimensional and confederation service and Orion intervention as uh, principles, as, as the result of principles or activity of the law of one. <clears throat> now the law of one is really not a law, it's really just the reality of unity, but in accord with that reality, the confederation uh, does service with respect to free will. And uh, in relation to the reality of unity, there are certain laws prohibiting Orion intervention or limiting it, like the quarantine and um, uh, non-infringement, principles of non-infringement that are enforced upon them. Ross says, the first, uh, Don says, the first material I expect to be not too deep with respect to the law of one. I hope to get into greater philosophical dot dot dot. Anyway, he's trying to explain um, why he's questioning as to history and material progress in relation to um, the desire for metaphysical or spiritual philosophy teaching from Ra. And so the second portion of 24.4 question, Don says, in the last session you mentioned that during the last 25,000 year cycle, the Atlanteans, Egyptians, and those in South America were contacted, and then the Confederation departed. I understand the Confederation did not come back for some time, and so again, whatever Don says we have to hold loosely, <clears throat> because Ra you know, he brings in his own perspectives, which may uh, be incorrect in some cases. Uh, and so we have to, uh, you know, just uh, hold it lightly. Uh, because the idea that the Confederation did not come back for some time is not quite so. They were with humanity, but not physically manifesting. He goes on, could you tell me of the reasons and <clears throat> consequences and attitudes with respect to the next contact with those here on planet Earth? And Rod does a summary. Ross says, in the case of the Atlanteans, right? Which was about, what, I don't know, 25 to 30,000 years ago going to 11,000 years ago. So 10 to 20,000 years I don't know how long exactly, but let's say about 10 to 15,000 years was some kind of Atlantean uh, civilization. But it didn't, the technological phase wasn't that long, right? The technological phase was, I don't, I'm not sure, but it probably wasn't more than a few thousand years, meaning 11,000 years ago and back. Before that, it was very agrarian. It wasn't really highly developed or complex. So back to Ra. In the case of the Atlanteans, enlargements upon the information given resulted in those activities distorted towards bellicosity, war, which resulted in the final second, or second final, Atlantean catastrophe, 10,821 of your years in the past as you measure time. <clears throat> so adding 
33 years, it's about 10,855. 10,855. So that is um, only... Uh, that so that's 10,850 BP before present uh, using the Christian related calendar that would be only 8,850 8850 BC not 10,000 as I often confuse not like 10,000 BC but only 8,000 BC and that's similar to you know the Bible saying that the world was created 6,000 years ago well, it's not 6,000, <laughs> but uh, <clears throat> 10,850 years ago, or just 8,850, 8,850 years before Jesus, Yeshua, uh, was the fall of Atlantis. And so the second final Atlantean catastrophe, 10,821 of your years in the past is your measure time. Again, 8,850 B.C., or about 10,850-55 years before now. Frog goes on, many, many were displaced due to societal actions, both upon Atlantis and upon those areas of what you would call North African deserts, to which some Atlanteans had gone after the first conflict, which was, I don't know, just a few hundred years before. Earth changes continued due to these, what you would call, nuclear bombs and other crystal weapons, sinking the last great land masses approximately 9,600 years ago. So, then, um, <clears throat> the final sinking occurred, uh, you know, 7,600 BC, not so long ago. I mean, you know, if you think about civilization, Mesopotamia, or uh, you, you've got basically the post-Atlantean remnant coming down from Turkey, coming down from Peru, coming down from Tibet, Tibet into northern India, Turkey into Mesopotamia, Peru into the, you know, plains or those portions of South America nearby. That uh, happened sometime, you know, in the last 9,600 years. Uh, when you talk BC, BP, and all that, BC meaning before Christ, or one way of saying it, or BP before present, uh, it seems not. It seems closer if I say BC that this was 7600 BC, because uh, civilization, or you know, uh, in those areas, the Indus Valley, uh, northern India, Pakistan, Harappa, Mohenjo-daro. In Mesopotamia, um, some early sites there. Uh, how many thousand? Five thousand BC? I don't know. But not, you know, a few thousand years after this 7600 BC final sinking of the last great land masses, 7600 BC, uh, a few thousand years after that, things started up again in northern India, in Mesopotamia, in uh, the Peruvian, you know, plains around the highlands or near the highlands. <clears throat> and so J.J. Hertock, Keys of Enoch Fellow, also I believe has done some work um, that found evidence of nuclear activity, nuclear bombs in North Africa around these dates, fused 
fused uh, sand into glass and things like that. So that's real. Ra goes on, in the Egyptian and the South American experiments, results, though not as widely devastating, meaning uh, in the case of Confederation contact with Egypt and South America, they didn't blow off the continent, results, though not as widely devastating, were as far from the original intention of the Confederation, <clears throat> meaning they were totally perverted, meaning the results were totally perverted from their original intention. It was clear to not only us, but also to the Council and the Guardians, that our methods were not appropriate for this particular sphere. Yes, indeed. Our attitude thus was one of caution, observation, and continuing attempts to creatively discover methods whereby contact from our entities could be of service with the least distortion <clears throat> and, excuse me, above all, with the least possibility of becoming perversions or antitheses of our intentions in sharing information. So they want to be of service, and <laughs> job number one is to make sure it doesn't become totally perverted and uh, spun uh, or reversed from very pure intentions to very evil consequences. Then she coughs again, <clears throat> and I cough too, and so we go on, 24-6, Don says, I assume the Confederation stayed away from Earth for a period of time, so now we're in the post-Atlantean um, reconstruction or re-civilization uh, phase. What condition created the next contact the Confederation made? And Ron talked about this a little bit with the uh, contacts 8,600 years ago. Uh, Egypt, they really, you know, life continued in, in Egypt. And so you can say that Egyptian civilization that we have records of, which is what? 3,000, 4,000, 5,000 years ago? Maybe. Uh, preserved some Atlantean tendency or some Atlantean culture in the religious system and the, the political system, too. Ra explains, in approximately 3,600 of your years in the past, so that's 1600 B.C., not so long, you know, around the time of Moses, actually, uh, in approximately, or at approximately 3,600 years, 3,600 of your years in the past, as you measure time, there was an influx of those of the Orion group, as you call them, due to the increasing negative influences upon thinking and acting distortions, meaning the negative tendencies of thinking and action, the increasing distortions, they, Orion, were able to begin working, begin working, with those whose impression from olden times, as you may say, was that they were special and different. From olden times is, the, is a reference to the Martian transferred, the, Mar the group of souls transferred from Mars. Ra explains, an entity of the Confederation, which was called Yahweh, many, many thousands of your years in the past, the one you may call Yahweh, had, by genetic cloning, set up these particular biases among these peoples who had gradually come, who had come gradually to dwell in the vicinity of Egypt, as well as in many, many other places, by dispersion after the downsinking of the land mass move. Now we're going, this is a long sweep of history here. Here the Orion group found fertile soil in which to plant the seeds of negativity. These seeds, as always, being those of the elite, the different, those who manipulate or enslave others. 
the one known as Yahweh, the confederation, the original true Yahweh confederation group, I assume late 60 positive. The one known as Yahweh felt a great responsibility to these entities. However, the Orion group had been able to impress upon the peoples the name Yahweh as the one responsible for this elitism. That's the false Yahweh. Yahweh then, Yahweh the original, then was able to take what you call, what you would call stock, take stock of its vibratory patterns and became in effect a more eloquently effective sound vibration complex. In this complex, the old Yahweh, now unnamed, but meaning he comes, began to send positively oriented philosophy. This was approximately in your past of 3,300 years. It was about 3,300 years ago. Thus, the intense portion of what has become known as Armageddon was joined. Now, <clears throat> uh, what we've got is uh, a discussion of 3,600 years ago until 3,300 years ago. 30, uh, 1,600, it's not that long, right? 1600 BC to 1300 BC. This is the time of uh, Moses, the time of Akhenaten. There's some discussion that Moses is Akhenaten. How about that? So, uh, people say, oh, Moses was, you know, monotheistic, or Akhenaten was monotheistic. Well, how about the idea that they're the same guy? There is some material about that. I don't know, but it's possible. Now, <clears throat> Uh, to explain what happened in the time frame 3600 to 3300 years ago, 1600 to 1300 BC, Ra harkens back to the original intervention of the original Yahweh Confederation group 75,000 years ago, which by genetic cloning to the Martian transferees, the, Mar the souls from Mars who were coming to Earth, by genetic cloning, Ross said, set up these particular biases. What biases, uh, it, it wasn't that, as far as I know, I mean, Yahweh Confederation Group is not trying to help the Martians go negative. It, but there was genetic manipulation, which became the foundation, that genetic modification of the Martians coming here 75,000 years ago, the modification, genetic intervention by the original confederation, Yahweh, approved of by the Council of Saturn, set up the conditions of body-mind which were the fertile soil for Orion to plant the seeds of negativity. It's not that they, Orion, I mean, it's not that the, you know, Yahweh, the confederation, Yahweh, set up negativity or elitism, but because of the genetic modification, those entities were different and had certain improvement of body-mind. And so <clears throat> Orion uh, was able to begin working with, meaning the previous intervention in uh, uh, Lemuria, or pre-Lemuria, the uh, Easter Island and Nazca Lines, uh, were, I, I believe, uh, I'm not sure if the Nazca Lines were confederation I forgot but the Easter Island was confederate was Yahweh was Orion <clears throat> so Easter Island power charged head stone heads was Orion uh, that wasn't much that didn't take root what really the first taking root of Orion 
negativity. Yeah, Nazca was Orion. Thank you. So those interventions in Lemurian time, 60,000 years ago or so, uh, Eastern Island stone power charged stone heads and Nazca lines didn't take root. <clears throat> but what did, really took root was about, you know, uh, 3,600 to 3,300 years ago in the Middle East. Uh, making use of the different of collective psychology of the groups that came to settle in the Middle East that had originally been in uh, Mars. So <clears throat> Yahweh, the Confederation group, does genetic cloning, modification, of the Martian transferees 75,000 years ago. That uh, was improvement or strengthening of body-mind those people later came to dwell in Egypt, like the Jews, right? Mm, who's, who were the pharaohs? Were they Jews? Hebrews? Well, there was no term Jew. But were they Hebrew? Hard to say. Did they become Hebrew? Uh, <clears throat> that, uh, that group from Mars, after the downsinking of Mu, um, later came to, you know, after... They are from Mars. They're genetically modified by Confederation Yahweh seventy five thousand years ago. Strengthened body mind conditions. They then um, become part of the uh, cycle of incarnation in three D on this planet. They um, some people survive the down sinking of Mu uh, fifty thousand years ago or so. Uh, later come to dwell in Egypt uh, and Atlantis too. And it was within that group of souls that Orion found fertile soil in which to plant seeds of negativity. And that's, you know, what people call the Jewish problem. <clears throat> it's um, not a Jewish matter. It's uh, maybe a Hebrew matter. But it's ultimately <laughs> a matter of Orion um, finding those humans, whoever, who are resonant with notions of elitism, superiority, and the commitment to domination of others, to plant the seeds of negativity, <clears throat> the being the, those of imagining themselves elite, different, different, you see, different, there really is difference, but uh, the difference in their view confers superiority, right? I'm different and superior, um, different in body or mind, and therefore superior uh, extensionally, essentially, that's the distortion. And those who manipulate or enslave others are those who feel they deserve to manipulate and enslave others because they're not only different, but they're superior, therefore elite, therefore they have noblesse oblige, the, the obligation of nobility, white man's burden, <laughs> right, to do whatever the hell they want and, uh, you know, slaughter whoever they want and control everything, they think. So, Yahweh, the Confederation, felt great responsibility to these entities, as it should. Uh, however, <laughs> Yahweh lost his position, or its position, <clears throat> because Orion impressed upon those peoples the name Yahweh as being uh, the source of the elitism, right? You are the chosen people. I am the, the jealous god. 
and jealous and wrathful God, and I'm your God, which is like a tribal God, rather than uh, the one infinite creator that, that the original Yahweh was uh, pointing towards. <clears throat> you know, so there's a big difference between worshipping the creator and worshipping the creation, between worshipping the source of light and worshipping the fashionings of light. Yahweh, the group, and the false Yahweh, Orion, are the fashionings of light. They are of the creation, not of the source of light. Meaning the consciousness of extraterrestrial group, your consciousness and mine too. <clears throat> or an Orion, their body and their mind, their civilization, is the of the creation. Uh, not of the source of creation, the source of light. And so body is of light, energy. Mind is of light energy. A uh, path through the seven dimensions in the octave is the interplay of light, light, love, all having been issued forth from the source of light, which is the one infinite creator, which is infinity or intelligent infinity. And so the difference between true religion and black religion is that true religion or true metaphysics and spirituality uh, appreciates a unified single source of light. The infinite creator is the creative source of all. All matter, all energy, all light, all form, all consciousness, all dimensions, all beings, all galaxies. Worshipping that, uh, or appreciating that, or knowing that um, reality, that, that there is a single infinite power source of all creation. That uh, recognition is totally different than um, paying homage to and performing uh, obligations to some higher dimensional created being who says, I'm God, do what I say and I'll reward you, don't do it and I'll punish you. Totally different. And so uh, humanity believing itself as sinful worms <laughs> or I'm low has the tendency to personalize deity or project uh, a personalized um, view of God onto the creation rather than the creator and that's for you know so Howard Storm says do you want me to build you a shrine and people say, well, how can I worship you? And groups that are cults, or any religion that's personality, cult of personality, is all following that line of least resistance of the uh, collective psychology of these 3D repeaters, which is to um, personalize deity, which ultimately is a projection of themselves. <laughs> They're basically um, in a in a strange way, deifying themselves when they worship the creation rather than the creator. It's very esoteric and very subtle, but uh, we can get into it more, how the distorted collective psychology of the 3D repeaters here, 3D repeating mind, is the cause of distorted uh, deism, theism, religion, uh, ultimately creating cults of personality and worshipping 
higher dimensional beings rather than the source of of creation the source of the octave the source of the galaxies is far greater than higher dimensional beings and that's why gautama held no great uh respect or no great no great um admiration i mean for higher dimensional gods they're just part of the scheme they're just part of the scheme they're still in samsara they're just in a finer portion of samsara meaning the realm of birth and death or the uh, created realms it's it's outside the physical or energy creation where you find um you know the source <laughs> so anyway um you see this interplay between confederation yahweh orion as false yahweh uh, genetic modification which gets perverted because of the collective psychology being fertile soil for orion to implant seeds of negativity and um, the interplay going on war in heaven you may say carla coughs again uh don 24 8 asks about the orion group 30 so how the orion group got in 3600 years ago great question how did they get through the quarantine was that a random window effect meaning did they discover a random window opening in the guardian generated quarantine which uh, was set up after the original confederation yahweh genetic modification of the incoming martians sorry i'm talking quickly but you can get it all uh, so uh you know our friend uh, upper 60 confederation yahweh okayed by the council gives uh, does genetic cloning or modification of the incoming martians that later become egyptians or hebrews uh they by that body mind genetic improvement uh are fertile for implantation of the seeds of negativity uh orion uh, then becomes their patron their patron saint Ross said, at that time, meaning 3,600 years ago, this was not entirely so, meaning it wasn't a random window effect, as there, as there was a proper calling for this information. So, those peoples who are Martians, and I think this is really the Hebrews um, in Egypt and the Middle East 3,600 years ago, and here we get into Moses and all that, did, um, you know, made proper calling for servant self-information. When there is a mixed calling, the window effect is much more put into motion by the ways of the densities, meaning um, the laws of free will and the interplay between energetics of dimensions or densities. Uh, that's when there's mixed calling. At this time, there was only negative calling. You see, initially, the Hebrews with Moses were calling for true sanctified um, information about the Creator. And therefore, they got, you know, the real Yahweh on the line and um, basically uh, understood the message of uh, the one creator. Uh, meanwhile, then, later, others start to co-opt the, the trends or ten tendencies of the group and forced Moses to make a different type of seeking, which led to uh, Orion uh, masquerading as Yahweh the false or false Yahweh, Orion then providing information that was used for service to self uh, in the basis of, 
you know, elitism and um, the value of domination warfare. And so there wasn't so much of a mixed calling in this case of how Orion got in, or it seems that maybe the positive, the people in the community around Moses uh, who were positive got drowned out, who got, got shouted down by the, the haters. And so there was proper calling for the information from Orion, meaning they're on the hook. Uh, they got Orion on the line, and they're hooked. And they've been hooked ever since. So Orion is the uh, jealous, wrathful god, Yahweh, uh, for those who follow the ways of jealousy and wrath. <laughs> for those who believe in jealousy and wrath, and their own superiority, and their own uh, view that they deserve dominate, they deserve to dominate, they deserve the right to subjugate all according to their will. For those who think such, their patron saint is Orion. Their god is Orion, which is not a god at all, or you can say it's a higher dimensional being, but um, it isn't the original Yahweh, and it is not a god or being of love. And so, Ra goes on about quarantine. The quarantine in this case was, shall we say, not patrolled so closely due to the lack of strong polarity. So there wasn't, you know, we can't say that they were strongly negatively polarized, but sufficiently uh, eager to hear the teachings of elitism and um, serve to self uh, to get Orion on the line, but not yet strongly polarized, so it's very subtle. Due to the lack of strong polarity, the windows thus needing or didn't need to be strong, thus needing to be very weak in order for penetration. Uh, the quarantine at that time was not a tight quarantine um, because there wasn't a great influx from Orion, because there wasn't such strong negative polarity among those calling humans around Moses yet. Uh, it wasn't that difficult also for uh, Orion to get in. The windows needing to be very weak, the needles needing to be weak, or they were weak in order for penetration. Uh, it's a little confusing here, but if the quarantine wasn't patrolled so closely, which is a funny term, it's not patrolled, it's really that the... Um, you can say that the um, it, it was not a fine. It was a it, it was a loose net. The net had large openings. Today, the net, the quarantine net of light from the guardians, is uh, more finely wrought, and so the penetration it takes more skill to penetrate, uh, or other means. But uh, at that time, uh, the windows needing to be very weak. I think it means that the windows were uh, not very, uh, were somewhat easy to penetrate, needing to be weak in order for penetration. Um, uh, maybe we can talk about that later, but it seems that it wasn't a tight quarantine, and it wasn't so hard to get in, and there wasn't such high calling, actually. Uh, nevertheless, <laughs> Orion got in. As your harvest approaches, meaning now, those forces of what you would call light, meaning confederation, work according to their call, 
and the ones of Orion have the working only according to their call, this calling is in actuality not nearly as great. Yes, indeed. The great hidden secret of the Illuminati is that um, they're very few. <laughs> and they're strong, but they're very few. And so you've basically got, uh, you know, the, the mouse and the elephant. The elephant of the mass of humanity that is a little dumb <clears throat> being tricked by the clever mouse who's uh, very powerful but uh, if the elephant got his shit together it could be squashed very easily but humanity is a sleeping elephant or a sleeping walrus and uh, hasn't really <laughs> realized uh, what what's going on here so uh, the calling of the calling for negativity is actually far far less than the calling for positivity or love light today also. Thus, due to the way of empowering or squares, the law of squares, there's much, there is much resistance to penetration. Uh, and so that's, uh, you know, the, the resistance to penetration means it's not that easy to penetrate today. It's harder. Yet free will must be maintained, of course, the free will of all humans, and Orion, and the Confederation, and those desiring negatively oriented information must then be satisfied by those moving through the window effect. Cough. The cough is <laughs> just a comedic addition, but uh, free will is the name of the game. The primary work of the Confederation is actually preserving the parameters of free will. Uh, free will includes those of those who call for negatively oriented information. Yes, indeed, they have to be respected. That's God, too. Uh, meanwhile, uh, the calling of for negativity is actually not as great as it appears. You know, the Wizard of Oz really is a small guy, and the curtain is big. So, uh, <clears throat> going on, well, we see a continual... Um, interplay between the quality and in quantity of human seeking calling for information from higher sources and the um, responses of Orion and the Confederation. So there is a quarantine. It was weaker before. It's stronger now. Negative calling must be respected and satisfied, but not as so much as to infringe on those who don't um, want the consequences of being overrun by Orion or those who don't deserve it. So uh, each group does what they can uh, and uh, the great work goes on. 24-9, Don asking more about Yahweh. This is all very, very interesting stuff here. Don says, then Yahweh, in an attempt to correct what he saw as what I might call a mistake, and he says, I know you don't want to call it that. <clears throat> so what he might, what we might call a mistake, which Ra has said, you know, Yahweh was mistaken. Uh, in order to attempt that mistake, started 3,300 years ago uh, with the positive philosophy, um, something. Were both Orion and Yahweh philosophies impressed telepathically, or were other, were there other techniques used? And 
Uh, Ra explains, and now we get more detail. Ra said there were two other techniques used, meaning other than telepathic impression. Uh, one by the entity <clears throat> no longer called Yahweh, uh, like the, the musician formerly called Prince. This is the confederation group formerly called Yahweh, <clears throat> who still felt that it could that if it could raise up entities, uh-oh, which were superior to the negative forces, that these superior entities could spread the law of one. Uh-oh. Thus this entity, Yodhe Shinvahe, Yodhe Shinvahe, came there was an entity. Came among your people in form according to incarnate being, meaning he took an incarnate form and mated genetic cloning. Uh, sexual reproduction, made it in the normal reproductive manner of your physical complexes, thus birthing a generation of much larger beings, these beings called Anak, Anak, Anunnaki, Iraq, Iraq, Enoch, Enoch, right? The, the, the book of Enoch, Anak, Anunnaki, all the same, I believe. <clears throat> the, uh, the uh, gods coming and finding the daughters of men fair, giving birth, giving birth to a race of gen of giants. This is done by the confederation. Ye, <clears throat> maybe they need some training. Uh, Ra goes on. The other method used to greater effect later in the scenario, as you call it, was the thought form, such as we often use among your peoples to suggest the mysterious or the sublime. You may be familiar with some of these appearances. Uh, and Ra explained what they were in 2410, uh, so-called wheel within the wheel and the cherubim with sleepless eye. What is that? Sounds like UFOs in the sky. So fiery wheel. There are also biblical references to UFOs, right? And in the, and in India, the, uh, Vimanas. So there are clear references to UFOs in the Bible and you can see some old church paintings that indicate UFOs. And I use these in um, the time of global shift, talking about um, the previous, you know, the history of UFO sightings in the last, what, 3,000, 4,000 years. Uh, but you can see it's getting kind of kind of hairy there for a positive entity Yahweh confederation group to uh, come in or bring an entity, send a representative that mated with the daughters of men or earth human women and gave rise to a generation of giants, much larger beings. And so what's the idea? They're going to beat down those who were um, following Orion? You're getting really messy with all that. And then uh, UFOs in the sky so suggest the mysterious or the sublime, I hate to say it, uh, it looks like clutching, grasping for straws here. You know, if it's crooked, I leave it alone. But you see, they had already screwed up, although they don't call it a screw-up. Uh, the You may surely say that the uh, implantation of the seeds of negativity from Orion to the Hebrew group around Moses that had previously been contacting the true Yahweh Confederation group, hearing about the true source of creation and the one creator, uh, they in some ways got their start or boost in their 
relationship with Orion because of or consequent to the previous Yahweh, uh, con true Yahweh contact with Moses and the er much earlier Yahweh genetic modification of the incoming Martians. So this Yahweh group, uh, you know, got himself deeper and deeper into it into a required um, compensatory service or balancing service to continue balancing or trying to correct the, the consequences which were perversions of its original positive intention first in modif modifying the incoming Martians then in making contact with uh, Moses their representative 3600 years ago or so then all that leading to uh, fertile soil for Orion implantation of the seeds of negativity such as holy war elitism and holy war you are the chosen people elite therefore you may kill 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 because you're so good such as some people listening here may think the uh, surveillance community you think you're superior and you can do whatever you want well you can do whatever you want and you will experience the consequences of that when you have no body. And so, go forth and see. So, uh, we won't be able to finish this session today. Um, we can explain a little, I'll go a little bit more um, here and then we'll end. Mm, you can see things are getting really complicated when you when you when your initial when one's initial um, intervention of pure intention leads to severely perverted consequences then uh, if there's a further attempt to recoup the damages term raw used and to correct the mistakes or the troubles that it led to, the previous interventions, you're getting, um, it's getting kind of ragged. It's getting kind of rough around the edges, and it led to more trouble. It's like, you know, when you're trying to explain something to somebody, and then they misinterpret, and then you try to say more, and they misinterpret again, or they're more confused by your consequent um, attempt to recoup the damages or correct the mistakes or negative consequences that their misunderstanding or your first intervention led to. Things are getting kind of ragged and um, uh, our, our, the Confederation wasn't too skillful I have to say uh, but you know 2020 hindsight. So Ra's explaining that this Yahweh, true Yahweh uh, tried to uh, tried <laughs> birthing a generation of much larger beings well that's a great idea who would then uh, beat down or or be superior to those who were superior <laughs> who thought they were superior uh, okay and then uh, methods to suggest the sublime but of course if you put you know that into such a confused collective psychology uh, you don't know what you're gonna get and so the wheel within a wheel 
the Cherubim, Cherubim with Sleepless Eye, UFO Sightings, Miraculous Appearance, uh, 2411, did Orion Group use similar methods for their impression 3,600 years ago? Yes, Ra implies the group or empire, the Orion Empire, uh, had an emissary in your skies at that time. So they both had, you know, and that's just the proper chess response. Uh, if the Confederation is doing it, then let's do it too, and then co-opt the whole uh, phenomenon of uh, magical appearance in the skies to uh, lead the people to think it's all us, and further proof or further support for them to go on the elitist path. Can you describe the emissary? Ra goes on the the, the Orion representative uh, sighting you know, or, or craft in the sky. Ra says, the emissary, the Orion, was of your fiery nature, which was hidden by the nature of cloud in the day. And some people, lots of reports of apparent UFOs hidden in clouds today. This was to obliterate the questions of those seeing such a vehicle. Obliterate. <laughs> obliterate their questions. That's interesting. Uh, and so they couldn't question it. Uh, of those seeing such a vehicle, and to make it consonant with these entities' concept of what you may call the creator, uh, that's a little unclear. Again, you see the quarantine is not very tight at that time, and they could just appear in a UFO, and uh, you know what, the, the guardians are out to lunch, and the council says, uh, whatever, okay, sure, let it ride. Uh, their purpose was to make it consonant with these entities, meaning the people they wanted to control concept of what you may call the creator, I think was basically a fiery and jealous, wrathful, angry god, right? A fiery, hidden and fiery, right? So we worship that which is fiery and hidden rather than that which is uh, of love, light, and uh, open for all to see. And that's the difference between arcane teaching and um, the open hand teacher, like Gautama said he was. No mystery, no no secret initiation teachings, and compare that to Tibetan Buddhism or esoteric, China, esoteric Mahayana, esoteric Mahayana Buddhism, China, Japan, Korea, Vajrayana Tibetan Buddhism, all full of secret teachings, only the initiates get. Uh, Gautama spoke directly against that and said, "I'm not a closed fist teacher. It's all open." All the teachings are available. You simply have to practice and you'll know. And uh, the alternative is, you know, symbolically portrayed by a fiery, magical uh, apparition in the skies that's hidden by day. Uh, and that, no, that, for, that type of appearance symbolically uh, represents uh, a negative power source which uh, is occult, hidden, occulted by the cloud, and fiery or destructive, destructive to matter, right? Fire destroys matter. And that's just what Orion or the Negative Path is all about. Don goes on, how was the impression, of the impression or information passed on to the entities after they saw the fiery cloud? By thought transfer, Ross says, by thought transfer, transfer direct mental impression, and by the causing of fiery phenomena. 
So all sorts of uh, destructive events. And other events to appear as being miraculous through the use of thought forms. So it was a magical display to the followers of the false Yahweh in the Middle East 3600, 3300 years ago. Uh, Don goes on. We're going to end here soon. Then were there any prophets that we have now recorded that sprung from this era or soon after? Uh, returning to this discussion of the fiery cloud, all of these are Old Testament, you know, there are references in the Old Testament to things like that, the fiery cloud, the wheel within the wheel and all that. That's Orion. And again, the nature of the symbol um, is resonant with the consciousness of its source. The nature of the symbol being fiery, destructive, and hidden, or occult, is resonant with the um, philosophy of its source, which is destructive and covert. Covert means, covert means, as Kennedy talked about, covert means, covert methods, uh, is the way of the negatively oriented teacher. Make of that what you will. So, uh... It was thought transfer, miraculous events, fiery phenomena, all that was thought form, magical display. And uh, then were there any prophets that we have now recorded that sprung from this era or soon after? And Don is kind of wondering, what about Old Testament prophets? Ra said, those of the empire, meaning Orion, were not successful in maintaining their presence for long after the approximate... 30 or 3,000 date, meaning 3,000 years ago. So from 3,600 to 3,000 years ago, 1,600 B.C. to 1,000 B.C., uh, that 600-year period was the, was, was the main activity. But Ross said they weren't successful, Orion wasn't successful in maintaining their presence for long after 3,000 years ago. And they were, perforce, left, to, left with the decision to physically leave the skies. So you see, even humanity um, being unable to uh, keep the purity of a wholly positive message from Yahweh, the original Confederation Yahweh, unable to maintain the purity of true love, wisdom, balance, appreciation um, in, in, in harmony, from the pre, the the true you know the pure the, the original Yahweh Confederation group message through Moses and whoever they weren't able to keep that <laughs> so they went to the negative and they picked up you know holy war and seeds of negativity they weren't able to hold that either <laughs> and so Orion had to leave too and Don and Ra goes on the so-called prophets of the Old Testament were often given mixed information mm -hmm, that's right. But the worst that the Orion group could do was to cause these prophets to speak of doom. And some of those did. As prophecy in those days was the occupation of those who love their fellow beings and wish only to be of service to them and to the Creator. That's the spirit of pure positivity. Uh, love of fellow beings and wish to be of service to fellow beings and to the Creator. To share love light. To help others help themselves. To help Others uh, develop love and wisdom and uh, harmony in society and uplift for all. And so in those days, prophecy was the occupation of those who were very positive. Being very positive 
the damage or the uh, the inter the, the influence in mind of Orion upon those prophets was uh, minimal or was far less than it could have been, and the worst they could do or what they did do was influence those prophets to speak of doom and gloom or disaster ahead, which there was. <laughs> there was further trouble coming after that, of course. And then um, we can see the complexity of the interplay of higher positive and higher negative uh, sources. There's same problem here um, with uh, the coughing. Don wonders, uh, could you tell me if you're saying the Orion group was successful in polluting, shall we say, polluting some of the positively oriented prophets with messages of doom? Ross says it's correct. That's We talked about that before. And then Ross says the next query shall be the last full query. Car Carla was not doing well here. She was caught, you know, they were needing to cough her. She was having congestion and maybe there was a psychic attack. And um, you can see returning to the material, you can see that the human groups of the Middle East that were receiving first the Confederation Yahweh positive teaching and then the um, false Yahweh substituted service to self philosophy of Orion, the humans couldn't really um, run with either. They couldn't really hold positivity and they also were not disciplined enough or focused enough to uh, go headlong service to self. And that's, you know, the, the nature of 3D repeating psychology. Uh, and Don questions about this in relation to Orion's move out at 2417. Could you tell me why the Orion group had to leave after, I believe, a 600-year period? Why did they have to vacate? And that's great, you know. And Ra explains, Although the impression that they had given to those who called them that these entities were an elite group, although the impression that they had given to those who called them being that these entities were an elite group, that which you know as diaspora, which pertains to, to Hebrews and Jews, that which you know as diaspora occurred, causing much dispersion of these peoples, Hebrews, so that they became a humbler and more honorable breed, less bellicose, and more aware of the loving kindness of the one creator how humble and honorable they are today, less bellicose and more aware of loving, loving kindness, metta, of the one creator. Uh, today, how much they have that awareness is uh, it's beautiful. But uh, today is perhaps more positive than it used to be. And in any group, there are positive and negative. However, there seems to be still pretty strong elitism. But this diaspora or dispersion of that group occurred Ra goes on, the creation about them tended towards being somewhat bellicose, meaning humanity in other groups, somewhat oriented towards the enslavement of others, but they themselves, the target of the Orion group, by means of their genetic superiority weakness, became what you may call the underdogs, right? The uh, Jewish persecution of the last 2,000 years, 3,000 years thereby letting the feelings of gratitude for their neighbors, their family, and their one creator begin to heal the feelings of elitism, which led to the distortions of power over others, which had caused their own bellicosity, which had caused 
their own destruction or of persecution for the last 3,000 years. <laughs> so, Ra's perspective, don't call me racist, you haters. Ra's perspective is that the group that went through diaspora, which is the Hebrew group, around Moses originally, uh, in touch with a true sanctified source of spiritual philosophy of the one creator, of love and loving kindness, the original confederation Yahweh, lost that original contact and followed the ways of a service self, elitism, conquest, domination, subjugation, bellicosity, uh, and then couldn't hold that too tightly too. Orion left and they dispersed and all sorts of things happened in the last 3,000 years and uh, some of them uh, have uh, by their experience of persecution moved towards uh, gratitude and appreciation of goodness and uh, outside moving out of distortions of power. However, <laughs> there are those who have not. And uh, most Jewish people are not, you know, world-conquering, subjugating, bloodthirsty folks. Most people are not, obviously. Uh, some are, most are not. Uh, but obviously whatever was going on 3,600 years ago, 3,000 years ago, was even worse than today. Uh, and that's basically the end of the discussion of Yahweh, Confederation, Orion, you know, Confederation, Orion, Confederation, Yahweh, and the false Yahweh, Orion, intervention in the Middle East, and we can discuss that at length later. The last substantive question of session 24, 2419, Don says, oh, it's not too important, but I'd really be interested to know if Dwight Eisenhower met with either the Confederation or the Orion group in the 50s. This is a very, <laughs> this fits in with the Granada Treaty and William Cooper's material, uh, and um, <laughs> we can query, you can query further Ra's answer about uh, ET contact of Eisenhower is this, Ross said, the one of which you speak, meaning Dwight Eisenhower, met with thought forms which are indistinguishable from third density of the Confederation. This was a test. We, the Confederation, wished to see what would occur if this extremely positively oriented and simple congenial person, that's Ra's take on Eisenhower, extremely positively oriented and simple congenial person, with no significant distortions towards power, happened to cross peaceful information and the possibilities which might append therefrom, possibilities that may develop, uh, uh, the possibilities that may develop from uh, utilization of peaceful information, which is basically technologies of, uh, of free energy, I believe, and um, how to uh, make paradise on earth, which is very doable, we discovered that this entity did not feel that those under his care could deal with the concepts of other beings, meaning cosmic life of E.T., and other philosophies, meaning off-planet teachings from the Confederation, <laughs> all in love. Yet, uh, the people around Eisenhower couldn't handle it, which is exactly what Billy, Bill Cooper says. Thus, an agreement reached then allowed him, Eisenhower, to go his way, ourselves to do likewise, meaning not to maintain or develop the contact or 
the uh, peaceful information and possibilities might which might append therefrom not being developed technologically in long-term alliance physically uh, Eisenhower went his own way Confederation did likewise and Gora goes on and a very quiet campaign as you have heard call it as you as we have heard you call it this very quiet campaign be continued alerting your peoples to our presence gradually uh, this is the gradual disclosure or a conditioned uh, you know gradual release of information from with positive intention and then there's the sentence at the end of this paragraph which is that events have overtaken this plan uh -huh. what events yes well <laughs> the events that Ra uh, doesn't explain here and Don doesn't query further here is uh, hardcore, tightly wound, bound uh, Orion alliance with uh, negative, human negative humans. And um, Don tries to push it further and asks, was there a crashed spaceship and are there small bodies now stored in our military installations? And Ross says, we do not wish to infringe upon your future. So understanding, which is basically Don's asking about Roswell, Roswell crash and the EBE and the bodies and all of that. Ra's saying that to explain that is an infringement upon our future. Why? Uh, perhaps because in the future uh, there will be disclosure or false disclosure. And uh, were Ra to provide that information, uh, Don and people reading the book and um, in a more subtle way the collective psychology collective consciousness of humanity would be um, infringed would have been infringed upon by the provision of this information uh, simply to Don and for what 5,000 or 20,000 readers almost you know 50,000 people have read the raw material now almost all forgot it no it's more of a metaphysical um, result uh, energetic subtle result or, or metaphysical effect upon collective consciousness of humanity were this truth to be presented by Ra uh, regarding uh, this issue of small bodies and uh, Roswell and crash and all that in relation to the future of what's likely to be uh, occurring with humanity regarding um, true UFO or ET contact and false disclosure and false contact and Project Bluebeam and all that. And Ross says about the little bodies, we do not wish to infringe upon your future. Gave you gave we you this information. We might be giving you more than you could appropriately deal with in the space-time nexus of your present, somewhat muddled configuration of military and intelligence thought. <laughs> <clears throat> meaning Don's configuration or humanity's configuration of military intelligence or understanding secrets held by military intelligence groups. Therefore, we shall withhold this information. So it's it, this, this is uh, more of a subtle metaphysical matter that provision of this information to even Don, Don's not going to do anything much with it. Even the people who read it are not going to do much with it. But it's the effect upon the, the body or the pool 
the ocean of collective human consciousness that such uh, information giving would have being deemed by Ra an infringement in relation to where what humanity may need to figure out in the future in regards to uh, ET life, uh, ET contact, uh, disclosure, and uh, what uh, governmental so-called human authority presents to humanity in the way of deception, actually, in the future. So it's very complicated. <clears throat> and they don't say it. And that's that. And um, basically, raw ends this Don says sorry to bother you with these types of questions <laughs> and he knows that he's kind of pushing it so to ask those questions in a session when Carla is coughing and not doing well is not quite right but you know they're learning along the way uh, rock concludes 2423 uh, says I am raw all is well it is our joy to speak with you we leave in the love and the light of the one infinite creator Go forth, therefore, rejoicing in the power and the peace of the one creator, Adonai. So that ends session 24. It's a long hour of talking here, uh, but you can see it's very complex material, and there's a lot of jockeying between Confederation and Orion. <clears throat> uh, not jockeying for influence, but doing the maximal intervention uh, that Orion can get or and that the Confederation knows is allowable respecting free will uh, given the nascent N-A-S-C-E-N-T nascent or uh, early uh, young level uh, spiritual seeking of humanity which still is quite confused and muddled so muddled masses lead to muddled leadership and what you see is that humanity can't grasp the, you know, grasp the needle and point it in either direction, either orientation, positive or negative, can't really get, hold the ball and run with it. Uh, it's a republic if you can keep it, but humanity can't keep it. And so they can't uh, run with and develop uh, fully, significantly, either the consequences of positive philosophy or negative philosophy. And that's uh, the recipe for 3D repeating. Um, well, you know, Ra had said that that's different. The, the notion of Armageddon, um, conflict of positive-negative, I believe is what Ra said, that only the 4D positive confederation groups um, are enjoined, joined in the battle because they lack the wisdom to refrain, right? The wisdom that comes from, that, that is associated with fifth density, confederation groups and above they have the wisdom and don't and don't battle the battle is of 40 positive and orion 40 negative it's not exactly a battle but it's um light projection uh of the confederation 40 groups 40 positive groups that neutralize i think some of the intervention or the potency of the orion uh, move into 3d space time and that's the war in heaven. And that is not really beating each other, fighting each other, destroying each other, but I think some kind of neutralization of the Orion thrust into space-time 
being uh, affected by 4D positive confederation groups. So thank you so much for being here. Uh, for the thank you for your patience in uh, the long convoluted discussions tonight. Uh, next session twenty five gets even further, and we get back more into philosophy. And session twenty five is. Um, uh, not that long, but there's some very heavy responses um, and uh, more about history, actually, in the Confederation. And we'll start to move towards back to philosophy and also to the present time. So thank you again. Please take good care of yourselves, and um, see you next time. Okay, good night.